Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, oh, along no. with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? Mister mm. Too Real for TV. Mr. Back Too at it. Real for TV. Cool beans. I'm gonna jump into these topics. <laughs> <laughs> so. For the people at home, if you don't know, we already started this, but then found it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it just none of yeah. it was recorded. We had a whole speech, like we, the first segment was covered. Mm. Life goes on, though, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sending my wife a text, letting her know we're recording right now. But regardless, that ain't your issue. That's our bag. I'm going to go ahead and jump into these topics like I said I was going to do the first time. All right. Here we go. So, question number one. Why do men hate reading between the lines? Well, I would say the reason men hate reading between the lines is because we live our life up front for the most part. Mm-hmm. I tell you exactly what I want, why I'm exactly what I'm going to do, how I move. I expect you to do the exact same. So yeah. if you tell me up front exactly what it is, if you tell me who you are as a person until you show me otherwise, I take you at your word. Mm-hmm. So if I think you're a good person until you show me you're a bad person, that's all I think is you're a good person. You're a good person. I take face value. Like that's trusting people. You know, when you trust somebody, it's like, I'm not trying to trust you to see if you're going to screw me over. Right. Is I trust you until you screw me over. Now, I realize I can't trust you. Yeah, and I'm going to get out your I'm going to get out your way. If I if I'm sitting up here and, and you told me these grandiose stories of how you ha- had your people back and if you're selling me these wolf tickets, then I'm don't get mad when everybody got to start crying wolf, okay? Cuz yeah. you ain't who you say you are, it will show. Yes, that's why they always say that saying, what's done in the dark will come to the light. Right. If I know you ain't right for me, if I know you not this or that, it's going to uh, show at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Your actions are going to speak louder than your words. Right. And that's why most men stand on their word. It's like, as a man, if you ain't got your word to me, you ain't not nah, a man. Right. Period. I don't fool with you that way because your word lets me know everything about you. Now, if you break your word to me, now I know who you are. Yeah. That's why for some people, I don't fool with everybody. My friend circle is small. Why is my friend circle small? Because everybody can't get exclusive rights. Right. The people that I trust is like, hey, I'll go to war for you. If you call me, I'm here for you. If you need me, I'm there. Period. But. If I can't trust you, oh, we ain't got to worry about that. When it comes to the people that are hold close to me, it's not. I don't do maybes. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. and that's because and it's going both ways, right? 
I'm not going to tell you I got your back. Maybe sometime. Like, I got your back. So, but I, well, like I said, the reason why I go two ways is because the people I trust ain't, I don't need you dragging me into no foolishness. True. So it's like, I got to believe that you got my best interest at heart. The fact that I need to go home to my family and kids and you ain't dragging me into no foolishness, fam. Yeah. So, so part of reasons why we say a lot of women struggle when it comes to reading in between the lines. Because they're always trying to. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, this means this. How did you get that? I brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. I said I, I, in my past relationships, even in my current ones, I've heard women have conversations. And then when we leave, they're having a conversation with me and they'll say, oh, well, see, you see all those things she said. She actually meant this and she was talking about this. I'm like. Where the hell you get that from? She didn't say not one of those things. Well, when she said that, this is exactly what she right. meant. I'm like, but she didn't say that. Nah, nah, that's what she meant. She meant. So, that comes to that point of reading in between the lines, and it's like, you don't know the actual truth between those lines. Right. You just basically making up what you want. It's, it goes back to confirmation bias. You are going to seek things to prove your theories correct. Yeah. When you sitting up there and you got this inkling that your homegirl got some like statement or something to make about you or she feel a type of way about you. Ulterior motive. Yeah. She oh no no. This is what she doing, this, that, and and guys be like, Well, I don't deal with that because dudes shouldn't have ulterior motives. That's why it hurts so bad. Like when when one of your homeboys double cross you. Yeah. Cause it's like, wait, bro, the only reason you was even even remotely able to get that close, cause I let my guard down around you because you said this is who you was. Yeah. I took you up what you said. I took you and then and went and you know, women I feel like a lot a lot of them don't really understand. They're like, how could you be so how could you be so good? How could you be so stupid? It's like when going through life, being a, I'm telling you, being a man is a lonely path, fam. Yeah. And I, and most people be like, but you got family, and not mm, you got family <laughs> to a degree too. All of it is always on the line. Everything is teetering left and right. All it takes is for one point where somebody feel like you ain't putting their level of output. Or service ain't as high as it should be in relation to whatever they got going on. If I, oh, you know, my feelings was hurt, bro. You ain't come through for me. Well, I I was coming through for myself, but you understand that yeah. I'm moving in, in your best interest at all times. So just because I didn't show up for that don't mean that I don't rock with you. It just means that I got a life too. So you got to take me at my word because sometimes... My family, like my immediate family, gonna take precedent over your issues. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want to help you. It's just that at this point in time, I probably can't help you to the extent you would like. To help. I can't help you to the extent that you would like to be helped because I'm a provider. A lot, a lot of my resources get pulled by a lot of people, so it's scarce. My time is scarce, and because my time is scarce, most time my patience is scarce. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. I don't have a lot of time to do that whole read between the lines because then I get to start 
allocating resources to issues that ain't really even issues or even pressing issues. I but don't have time for that. This is when you get those points where dudes are like, hey, like my friend circle may be strong, but it's strong. Strong. It's, and like, it's consistent. I know it because I know if I call him next week, next month, whatever, he know what's up. I know what's up. If he's like, hey, bruh, 2 a.m., I need you. I may say something, but yeah. I'm going to get up and I'm on my way. Go. And it's on that on, on the strength. Hey, if I called him at 2, he going to show up at 2, too. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, man, you abusing your friendship. No, no, no. The same way you do your jobs, the same way you do them people who, for, for my women folks, the same way you do that friend of me. You know, the only reason you listening to her issues is so you can bring them issues up. Yeah. If I'm listening to my homeboy issues, I'm trying to give you a valid salute. Like, bro, have you tried to look at it this way? Have you tried to go do it that way? Like, yeah. what have you tried? And if you ain't trying to find a solution, don't call me to complain because I got a lot of people who already do that. <laughs> like, I'll say it like this. I've heard a lot of ladies, when you're... Uh, Women will sit there and listen to each other sob and complain about certain mm -hmm. things. But as a dude, it's only so much you're going to hear. What you going to change? Yeah. You going to do something? Like, what we going to do? Like, for example, I brought this one up earlier, too. When I was in college, my sophomore, junior year, I lost my job. My little brother, he was working at Peterbilt. Peterbilt was making good money, but I lost my job. I was struggling in school. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. So I was like, okay, but I started getting lazy. But as a friend, my little brother was like, hey, bro, what the hell you going to do? You know, I want you to understand. I don't mind helping you, but I'm not going to be your crutch. Right. As a friend, you should not be your friend's crutch. No, I got to lift you up. And when you when you having them type of conversations and you putting it blunt straight on the line like that, yeah, it gives that person you talking to that level of accountability and responsibility. Like, yeah, I'm really am off my square. I need to get back in the game. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we I could sit here and give you a pity party if you want that. The problem is the the pity party ain't gonna have many people come because nobody the world do not care if you down on your luck. Yeah. Because you got to get out there and get up the mind and be like, I can make my own luck, fam. So it takes. Figure it out some way. So it take people. It take people who have a genuine interest in your in your best interest to say, hey, bro, I'm going to tell you like this. Life is what you make it. And right now you're making a fool of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you need to step into the. You need to step into that role. You got to move up. We ain't. I'll let I'll let you cry for a little bit. Like, you know. Every dude needs that one conversation after you break up with your first girl. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, bro. I know you thought okay. the world of her, fam. I know it hurt. It's, don't it's hurt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That ain't gonna be the last time you get hurt, fam. What I need you to do is realize that every fisherman missed. The, every fisherman got the big fish, and it's every fisherman got a fish story where the fish got away. Yeah. But that didn't stop them from casting the line. <laughs> get out there, <laughs> go get your line back in the water so you can get some more fish. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Whatever it is, you need but somebody hell, to help me spot. get over mine. Like my first love, hey, it was what it was. But my first love, like she broke my heart, 
Everybody was worried about me. Hey, hey, bro, you okay? Yeah, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Then it was like, hey, bro, um, you gonna have to get the hell up. It was like, it was like, oh, I know you hurt, but get up, go on out there. Yeah, you can do better anyway. Yeah, and then and they saying that because it's it it's true. I'm not telling you something because I'm like. Oh, I want you to feel better about you. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> yeah. you got some experience under your belt. One, you're going to search for better cuisine. You're going to figure out who I really want to talk to because solution-based, solution-oriented. I don't want to put myself in the same position that I was just in. So the next person I choose going to have to be better than the last person I had, in at least in that regard. Yeah. So, no. If I tell you you're finna do better, if you believe it, because you should believe it, you finna do better. And and as I said before we figured out that we was recording, <laughs> the reason a lot of men can't have that frenemy or read between the lines situation going on is because, hey, when I reach that next level, just like you was telling the story about Justin reaching the next level, when I reach that next level, I don't want to pull you down to pull me up. Yeah. I need you to give it to me straight facts. Hey, what did you do to put when you put that application? In, what did you say? Yeah. Do you think I could get that job? Don't don't make it where you it's it ain't got nothing to do with my feelings or nothing. Yeah. The information you give me at that point, I'm finna take that, analyze it, and and really really come to a decision like. Can I make these leaps and bounds to get to that level? So I'm, it's what Snoop called it. I'm not reverse closing the gap. We don't pull you down to pull me up. I just need to see where you at. And, hey, bro, I'm going to trick. I, I'm going to get there. Just, you ain't got to give me a minute. So the example I used was my little brother was the first one in our friend group that actually started making good money. He started making $20 an hour. Actually, I think it was like twenty one sixty five. Yeah. At Peterbilt Motors. So he got this job when we were in college. Everybody else struggling hard as hell because yeah. we like, man, we still making 12, 13 and stuff. Right. He dang near making double what we make. Double what we make. So we're all trying to figure it out. Wasn't nobody doing no hating, no issues or anything like that. It was just like, hey, we got to figure out how we going to get this money. Done. Once we see that it's possible. Yeah. Hey, bro. How do I? How did you get there? What did you say? What did you do? Boom! Yeah. Don't 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 put your stuff on the line and get me nothing. I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. I just need you if you can give me a, a even a, just an ounce of information that can better my possibility, the opportunity presented to me. Then yeah, I'm gonna take that. But I'm not pulling none. The people I rock with, I'm not pulling nobody down. This. That whole read between the line type situation, I feel like that's for the crabs. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, everybody, you read between the lines, you try, I got to pull you. You can't be the top dog. Yeah. No, nah, you can be the top dog. But understand, like, bro, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to be pack leader one day too. How do we get there? Yeah. How can we all be pack leaders? Because I'm not going to be in your shadow forever. I just need you Hey, bro, help me figure out how to shine this light. That's what I'm saying. What can I do? But that's the whole thing is like if 
I say I got your back. You say you got my back. It shouldn't be nothing in between like, oh, a Wednesday. Man, you know, he cool. But Thursday, oh, I can't stand him, man. No. Everything about him. Like, he think he all this. He think he's all that. What for? If I say that about somebody I say is my friend, that's not my friend. It's not. It's not at work. The person you have to backbite, try to find ammo just to use one day or try to knock them down. I've seen a lot of ladies out here that will, oh, I'll wait for the right moment to strike and use that position. It's like, oh, well, you thought your family was all this. You think your man is all this. Right. Or you think all these things. I'm like, hold up. Like, for example, if you know your girl man cheating on her, but you holding out for the moment to try to tell so her, I, yeah, so you are a trash right individual. So I can say, if, if you the homegirl who her man cheating with, because yeah. <laughs> that, that's some situations that come about. Like, yeah. The main thing is, when you dealing with a dude, and if you find out your homeboy cheating, cheating with your girl, that's like death sentence. Yeah, it's like and dudes really go war for this. Right. And 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 the crazy thing about it is if I find out she was messing with some dude I know nothing about, could care less. Yeah. Like I at that point it's just a character flaw on you. But if I put my trust in my homeboy and he messed me over, that's a whole nother level. That's like Yeah. One, I gotta admit to myself at that point, bro, you really not that good at just care. Yeah. At that point, I'm finna start questioning a lot of stuff. Like, hey, bro, I need if you on my team, say it plain and mean exactly what you say, cause I'm gonna hold you to every letter of your word. Yeah. If you a female, hey, bro, I'm gonna tell you like this: it's gonna be real hard for the next one, cause my trust level is is down bad right now. That's why they uh, tell you if you look deep and you see. The best player out here, you see a man that's been hurt at some point in time and say, never again. Never again. And, and, you know, it is what it is. All right, we're going to jump into the next topic. What topic do you find most difficult to discuss with your partner and why? So, what topic do I... Right now, finance is always a difficult... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the reason is because there's a, a goal set, right? Because we're trying to get to the house. Okay. What it is. So we're trying to get to the house. And every time we had this conversation, it's always, well, you could be and you could be and you could be as far as what I need to be doing with my money, allocating mm -hmm. my resources. But at the same time, she'll be draining resources. Oh, it's a restaurant we really need to go eat at. So, But I'm mm -hmm. like... You you just told me that this was the goal. This is the plan. So now, well, we got money. We don't. Man. We just don't. I don't feel like. And then, like, after that, if I do give in and let you make it, then you guilt trip me with it. And then you be like, well, not. I'm like, look. I'm somebody once I decide what is. It's going to have to be that because if I get bit. For doing something that I felt like, oh, I made a judgment call. This is probably a place you really want to go to. If I mm -hmm. get any negative statement in relation to giving into the whims of you, Lord, watch your house. It's going to be hell. Because you're yeah. going to be like, 
Man, I can't remember this. Yeah, you're gonna be like every time you bring up something to me, hey, I think we should I think we should follow the plan we set for. Yeah. I don't think you should <laughs> I don't think you should talk to me about plans till we get to that goal and we get that set up because the last time you you bit me mm-hmm. for doing right by you or doing what I felt was right by you. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. So right. I would say one minds it would be mm-hmm. kind of on the level of finance accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, with finances, and I'll, uh, I'll be honest with it. My wife at one point in time had been making more than me a lot of our relationship. Right. But then I finally stepped into my own. I started making my money, doing what I needed to. I've, I don't get it twisted. I've always taken care of the house. I've always did the things that I need to do for my family, one way or another. Right. But in the last, like, mm, I would say three, four years, I started making a lot more than my wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's cool. That's fine. But it's almost like my wife has kind of an issue with the power dynamic. And I'm like, you really have more power than me. It's just certain things I'm like, I set a standard and I'm not going to change that standard. So, for example, I pay the bills in my house. For the most part, I pay the majority of all bills in the house. It is not for bragging rights or anything like that. It's because, honestly, I want to make sure my wife can save her money so we can do stuff. Uh, so we can help out. It's not about, oh, well, I do all this and you don't do all that. But I'm trying to get her to understand. Everybody plays their part. Right. So since I'm taking care of these things, it's like there's some other things I uh, you got to take care of because I'm taking care of these things. Everything needs to be taken care of. But right. we can't hit the, when it comes to finance, I'm carrying the bulk load of it, right. but then when it comes to everything else, oh no, we gotta be 50-50 on it. Yeah. And I'm like, understand all these things gotta be taken care of. Oh, well, we both work. But my money, and when I say my money, I mean the money that I'm earning from my job, because there's always somebody to be like, oh, it's our money. It's like, yes, it's ours, but I'm earning the bulk of it. To pay for our house, right. for our finances, everything that we do, mm-hmm. our insurance, all that kind of stuff. So, I'm like, when it comes to the other end, hey, that means you got to pick up some of that slack. Like, you can't be like, we're going to split 50-50. Right. No, no, it's not 50-50 because it just can't be. the financial part ain't 50-50. Right. And sometimes I got to explain to her, I'm like, she's like, oh, but we both work. I'm like, but even if you quit your job right now, these bills still get paid. This stuff still works. So, yes, you're working. I fully understand Mm -hmm. that you're working. I just want you to understand, like, you can't hit me with the, if we're not 50-50 on everything, you can't hit me with, when it comes to the stuff at the house, oh, we got to be 50-50 on. Right. So that's kind of where we bump heads at at times because I know my wife, she wants to do her share. 
And she never wants anybody to think, oh, well, you're basically doing this so you get to do this. I'm like, no, no, no. But the reason why you should take off with the kids, because if you take off of work, it's not. It doesn't affect. It doesn't affect our house. It doesn't affect what we do. It doesn't. It's not going to do. But if I say, hey, I'm going to take off a week. There's been times where my wife has had to take off for our son. Our son has autism. I'm like, love my man to death. But sometimes he needs a little extra care. She'll take off. And I'm like, that's fine. That's great because you're helping him out. Mm -hmm. But if I took off a week, that's not helping him out. That's putting our family in a financial bind. Yeah, financial bind. So... And on top of that, so your story brings me back to, so we was in my household for a long portion of time. My wife made substantially more than I did, right? Mm-hmm. So you make it more. And at this time, daughter's not in daycare, none of that. So I literally get off work, fam. Yeah. Come home. And I always, I always tell you this story about I, got, I came home. I was dog tired. And my daughter met me at the door. I just was like, hold up, turned around, walked back, and went to the call. Because I'm like, yeah, hey, fam, we sitting up here, and granted, you do, in fact, make more than I do in, in, that, in that regard, financially, at that time, anyway. However, the bulk of the sacrifice from the finance, like, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice more of my less for the house. Yeah. And then whatever I'm not sacrificing, now I'm sacrificing in my physical body because it's hey, bro, I just got off a night shift working a 12 hour, 16 hour shift, and I got to wake up to a baby. And you in the bed sleeping it. And you know, I'm like, that went on for a long time until eventually came to a head because, uh, like, one day I was sitting at the edge of the bed, and literally my chest got real tight. I'm like, Mm-hmm. I felt like Fred Sanford. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, but I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like, you, you sitting up and you sacrificing so much. And you and and uh, I'm somebody who can speak to silent sufferers, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm putting in this high level of work. I, I'm giving the bulk of my check to make sure we stand up and, and afloat. Then I'm giving all my time and I'm getting like less than four hours of sleep every day. Yeah. And still got to go and function at a high level around machines that shoot. You mess around, you could die up here. Yeah. And I come home and you sleep. Yeah. Like, and you can clock you a good eight hours. Because the baby sleep when you sleep because they on mm-hmm. your time. And when they up, they up with me. But I'm like, I don't... See, I always told you that. I'm like, I don't care what anybody says. The father gets the short end of the stick. And what I mean by that is when the baby comes home and mother and father, nine times out of ten, that baby is on mom's schedule. So when mom goes to sleep, baby goes to sleep. Right. So if daddy ain't asleep at that exact same time, mommy and baby are asleep. You screwed. He getting screwed no matter what you say. Find me a difference. Now, I got my son. So, to lighten that load, take a year off. But I'm like, these luxuries wasn't given to me. I I couldn't take a year off. (laughs) You know what I mean? I can't take a year off and focus solely on the kid. Like, 
No, 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 yo, because I tell people all the time, and I mean this when I say it, and if it sounds sexist, I'm sorry, I live this life. That's what I'm telling you. Men play the game of life on a hard setting. Yeah. And it's not because we don't even get the option for easy. You don't get that. Yeah. So it's you like hard, super hard. Yeah, and extremely difficult. Like so I'm like, when I'm coming in and I'm dog tired, no one cares. Mm-hmm. When I'm coming in and you got something you want, hey, sacrifice yourself for me. And they expect it because hey, yeah. society has brought you to this realization or this or this norm that a dude, if he really care about you, he'll do it. So when people get to telling me about, oh, this is what the strong woman did, I be like, hey, men, <laughs> it, men get taken for granted because the whole concept of being a man is to sacrifice. That's so point. That's why you're here. You sacrifice for the, the things you love. But the gameplay that comes out is if a woman made more money than you, is she going to put in as much? As, uh, you can't say... You cannot use those excuses if you're not going to play the game the same way. Right. If you ain't with, because if you ain't willing to give a hundred percent, I yeah. It was times when my bank account hit negative, <laughs> hurt, <laughs> negative, just to make sure we was afloat, and I ain't complaining to mm-hmm. nobody. Praying, yeah. praying on gas, like I gotta drive. First of all, <laughs> I, I, I had to call this man so many times. Hey, bro, times um, is hard. Can I get uh, can I get thirty forty dollars for some gas? I pay you back when I get paid. I I just got me. I gotta make it. You know what I'm saying? It's numerous times, but it's like there's a difference between oh I bought all these things and I did all this extra stuff. Now I'm in buying versus bro. I'm taking care of my family and I'm in buying. That is a big difference. Big difference because if if I was like, if I saw him over here tricking off his money, going to the strip club and stuff, and then he called me next week, like, hey, bro, I'm like, nah, no. I ain't got it. I, I got to call you. Hey, bro, you, you off your square. What you mean? Exactly. You telling me you got this, but you just did that? Mm-hmm. You telling me you, nah, I'm not reading between the lines. I'm giving you exactly what I see. What I see is you trying to take advantage of me and pull resources from my house unnecessarily. Yeah. So what we what we talking about? Did you really need what you got? Because if you if you did, then that's one thing. Like if you told me, "Hey, bro, I had to go and buy a tire for the car." Understood. You do. Yeah. I, your life is important to me. I want you to live, so yeah. I don't want you ride around on Michael Jordan tires. I actually did have that one, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's like cool. Got you. But if you like you said. If you if I find out, oh, you you can you can found yourself with a side chick and your side chick to pull all the remaining funds and be like, nah, bro, the way this life we live in, you gotta pick one yeah. girl because you, you got, got one. one girl. You can't afford one. <laughs> you can afford one. Yeah, I'm like, but that's when you're honest with each other. That's when we straight up is like, hey, this is what it this is. Let it be known. Gotta be. I gotta but that. in a relationship. The reason why everybody, there is no relationship out here that is truly a relationship where you don't have little things. But if you notice the things that we've been talking about is more because, not because, oh, I dislike something about somebody. It's more about, hey, I want the best. I want the best. 
And it's not the best for me. It's the best for my family. Mm -hmm. It's like, how can we help our family out? I'll be tired as hell sometimes, but it's like, hey, you still got to get out here and get it. Like, you still got to work. As a dude, the conversation that I find most difficult to have is trying to bring my wife into the mindset of me. Mm -hmm. It's like, my for the majority of my life, I've been asked to do things for other people. And then for the most part, I ain't really just outside, of, like yourself, outside of you and certain people. I'm not really just reaching out when I'm in need. Yeah. And I know part of that, like I said, I can speak to the people who suffer in silence because I've done it before. Yeah. I I've been out here just down bad. I ain't, I ain't got whether it be my pride, my ego. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I've been in a hard time. And instead of going and reaching out to people, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to bring you into my drama. I, I can fix it. Yeah. And like I said, it took a toll on my body, but I did pull through. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I care. I had to pull my own weight. Now, sometimes once I got smart, I was like, no, no, no. Hey, hey, Jeremy, let me hit you up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm this is what I'm dealing with, fam. But I had to reach that point of maturity because, you know, everybody got that whole coming of age and you got to prove yourself internally you trying to prove yourself at least to yourself or make yeah. your father feel like man your efforts wasn't in vain i was taking so many lessons dog i ain't i wasn't worthless like i'm trying for yeah. real and that's all you can say is like that's it's like when we're trying to do these things as long as your intentions are pure mm -hmm. is true it's like the reason why I bumped heads with my wife on certain things is because, honestly, I want to give her this world. Yeah. I want her to have everything she wants. But I want her to understand. It don't happen overnight. We got to work. Gotta we got to finesse. We got to figure out the best way for it to work. And I'm like, I understand what you're doing, uh -huh. but are you moving an interest for what you think is best or what you think is best for the family. For everybody. You if know. everybody's winning, great. But cool. if, if you're the only one winning, the only time we get to do stuff with your funds is when you want to do something. Yeah. Then you ain't really moving for us. You're moving for you, but you put the patina on it like you're doing it for us because you're like, well, we got it. But if we can't touch it, we yeah. ain't got it with mine. We can all touch. Mm -hmm. Anytime Man, I can always get touched. It's all we can every time I get a resource, I, I find a, a win, we all won. Why? Cause we all gonna get the trophy. Mm -hmm. Whatever comes with what I just accomplished, we all get that. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just be like, that's what I'm saying. When you in a space, it's a tough conversation to have because it's like you trying to tell me about stuff and what, what you've done or what you intend to do or I'm not telling you what could be or, or or what should have been. I'm telling you what actually is. Yeah. This the work I put in and this is the result. It ain't got nothing. Everything else irrelevant. Mm -hmm. I did this and that accounts for us having this. Yes. And that doesn't mean bragging rights. No. I'm gonna be real. Nobody uh, like bragging rights kind of went out the window. It's like, I, I don't, I don't care. I just, I just want us to have it. I want happen. us to have it and be happy. Yeah, I'm that's gonna, the whole I'm idea. Go out here, put this work in, and when I when I get it, we got it. Mm -hmm. And I ain't trying to, I ain't gonna rub it in your face or none of that. But don't come to me talking crazy. Yeah, because then I gotta remind. And sometimes, don't get me wrong. Now, another 
tough conversation not because <laughs> it's not a conversation that's tough because it's not it's hard to have it's real easy to have because mm-hmm. is that i'm i'm right and i'm righteous and you gotta you've been nagging about this all day let me explain to you what really goes on this is how that works dot 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 because when because at a certain point a large portion of arguments or or, or not, i ain't gonna say disagreements between men and women are lie solely on the line of fact and fiction facts and feelings <laughs> right yeah. You feel this way, and because you feel this way, and you've been reading between the lines and trying to assume what I'm saying, all that you felt ain't got nothing to do with these facts. So we go yeah. when you come to me at a certain point, a lot, a lot of those early arguments, you win because I succumb to your feelings because I, I don't want you to feel bad. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, I know I'll survive with or without you. So and I and I'm not saying that to be like I'm distancing myself. From the, no. It's fact. I don't. I, I'm right. as much as I got as many people in my life. I know the casket is made for one. So keep it just to keep it in perspective. So this is mm. what I'm saying. A lot of them arguments. A lot of women feel like you winning the argument because you just such a wordsmith or you this. At a nah. certain point, dudes just don't care. It's, the the conversation we having is not gonna lead me to any results. So I'd rather you feel like you won while I go fix the problem. But eventually you gotta understand. Like, you gonna talk to you gonna I, talk to that man. <laughs> you gonna talk to that she gonna talk to that man and she gonna hit that fat train. Like, you gonna be on the track. I was think, I, I was thinking about this. Um my little brother said Bro, you remember back in the day when old school dudes used to uh, tell you don't argue with a woman. And I was like, yeah, but I understand. If, if I'm right, I'm right. But then, as I started getting older, I started realizing, you know what? I'm not about to argue with you about something that I know is fact. I know what's going on. Like, you're giving me your feelings, and your feelings aren't based in truth. They're based on what you want. Right. I'm like, because if you look at this honestly... Most of the time, young girls have somebody behind them, backing them all the way up till they get married. Then you got your husband behind you, backing you Mm -hmm. on up until the day he die, which women live longer than men. Mm -hmm. Then after then, you do realize as a woman, you get your dude's social security um, too. More assistance. You, know what I'm you got stuff backing you from the beginning. It's not you just. I'm not saying there is no woman out here that does exactly right. no, I'm not, Never speaking absolute. Absolutely. Never will say it, it absolute. But a lot of ladies out here, and I know my wife won. My wife, if it hadn't been me, her daddy had her back. Right. I know Mr. Thornton had her back. He paid her insurance. Up until day the man passed away. Right. I'm like, your daddy had your back. He may have made certain things hard for you trying to get you to understand, but you had somebody as a safety net. Most guys out here ain't got no safety net. Right. If I fall, I'm going to fall flat on my face. And and the thing about it is, I can't say that my pop ain't like a safety net for me because he do do pull through for me a lot. But the thing about it is, I'm like, bruh, the last thing I want to do is bury my dad with that. Yeah. I'm going to do it. 
bro, if I got to sleep under the bridge instead of calling, man, because I know what you got, I know what you got going. It's stressful already. You, you do, you are, you are, you playing the game on hard mode too. And mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be playing it on hard. I can't keep telling you to leave your, the, 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 the battle you doing to come save me as my support character and go back and be the main character in yours. Yeah. Nah, bro. At a certain point, as a man, the true marker for reaching that manhood status is when the response, with what, whatever I'm responsible for, I gotta carry that weight. Yeah. Because if I don't, then I'm burdening my whole team. Yeah. I'm pulling everybody down just so it's like if nothing else, you gotta be able to hold your own. Don't I, I can't sandbag you through that. Ah, hundred percent. And that, and that, but for women, on the other hand. And I, like I said, I do not no speak in absolutes, but I know when your dad dropped off the, like, he was like, oh, you going to carry that bag? Cool. When he left her right there, don't get me wrong, the sandbag probably was roll, it was downhill and rolling already, but he like, eventually that land going to level off and that sandbag going to start rolling. You need to pick mm -hmm. that up because you said you got it. Yeah. So here we go. Now I got it. I put it on my shoulder with the rest of the stuff I got and I'm I'm trucking through that forest. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mm -hmm. running it down. Because, hey, that's my responsibility. And like I said, to see it succeed, the reason why we live shorter than women is because I ain't never seen a person who played the game on hard and not been like exceptional at it live longer than the person who played it on easy. You just don't. Yeah. Because... One bullet killed three people on easy mode. Three bullets can't stop a roach on hard. <laughs> I got to be a different breed. Mm -hmm. I got to be pushing it a little harder. So, this point in time, we're going to go into You Won't Believe This. And You Won't Believe This is brought to you by. As always, love to shout out my beautiful wife. Love you, baby. I ask y'all to check out Yanni Like Mine, Traces Like Mine, Wasted Desires. You could go on WastedDesires.com. They have waist beads, anklets, bracelets, thigh chains, um, all those different things to make your body glitter and shine. Then you have Traces Like Mine. Traces Like Mine, hair care product for a black woman, for all people, especially black women. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people say they don't have those Things for black people's hair in the store. Here's a woman giving it to you. Then you have Yanni like mine. Ladies, if you don't know what your Yanni is, look it up. Also, want to shout out to... It is Arlington Elite Wolves. My wife is part of a track team. I'm going to have some future information for you coming up soon about their track team, about tryouts, different things. They're trying to help the community, their nonprofit. Check them out. Also, shout out to Brittany Bossing Up, mm -hmm. Empower You. She's doing her thing. She's the number one podcast in her network now. So I'm like, I'm proud of her. We got to shout her out every twist, turn, any way we go. That's the uh, we believe in showing black love. It's Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Make sure you um like, sh subscribe, share to her podcast, all those different things. She's doing a couple of things. She's actually going to an event in Atlanta uh, talking about her book. 
She is a counselor that is actually help, uh, giving back, helping the youth, trying to empower the youth to be better. Righteous. Top notch. Uh, Tyler Bailey, Luxury Clothes by Luxury Guy. I'm um, shout out Derek Kelsey. He's assisting people getting to their next level in their like athletic careers, right? Uh, then I want to shout out Grit and Grind. Just forever, Nate. He out there. He really putting forth effort trying to also he in that fitness space trying to get people to their next level and just like for the every eight day average Joe who want to get. I don't want this weight on me. I don't want these pounds on me. I'm reach out to him. Like I said, it's Grit and Grind. You can find him on Instagram, Facebook, multitude of things. Cool beans. Cousin Mike or Wigglers, they call him in these game spaces. If you want to go check him out, it's SOB and it's not that way. SOB. It's not that way, bro. It's just not. Okay, that state of being, he have a lot of conversations where he trying to, a lot of his is introspective, trying to peel back the layers of what he been going through or what he has gone through and try to shed some light on the thought processes and reasons why he at certain spaces. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. Or he'll go into a whole theory about maybe because right now he had a whole thing about flat earth and how the flight patterns and all this is mm. go in that space, fam. I'm telling you, I mean it when I say it. If you don't like what you heard today, watch it again tomorrow. He gonna be on a whole nother segment about something that most likely you gonna feel like. Wait, I ain't never thought about it that way. It's something. It. it it could be some here. Cool beans. Uh, uh, D Mac. He's a barber. You should see him. I should see him. But the main people that I want all of y'all to know about the main people is this something. The number four. D A people. If you're on YouTube, type podcast at the end of that. It's gonna minimize those search results and bring us up a whole lot quicker. And if you are going to go through the process of watching us, go ahead and shoot us a like, share, and subscribe. That the more that you like it, the more that you share it, and the more people that we get to subscribe, we can get the universe, everybody in the world on the same frequency of trying to hey. We trying to help each other build and move forward. And right now we do a lot of relationship talk, but also we talk about your relationship, not just with your woman, but your relationship with your community, your relationship with your family, your relationship with the people that you work with. We talk about relationships and relation to men and people in general, trying to help women get a higher understanding of where we come from and why we feel the way we feel without going down the list and trying to knock you down to do it. Our mission ain't to try to point the finger of blame like you lesser, you do this, you do that. That's not the mission. A healthy conversation with healthy dialogue, trying to bridge that gap and help you understand this is why we say what we say. This is why we do what we do. And we don't want to bring no harm or discredit to you. We just want you to understand this is what we think and why we think that. That being said, if you're on a podcast... You can go through any, I guarantee you, if you are on a podcast uh, platform, you can find us with one more time. And this will be for the people in the back. Something, the number four, D.A. People. YouTube type podcast. If you wish to give us a star rating, five stars. You wish to be five star generals around here. Cool beans. And that's going to help us. Also, 
if you wish, and I hope that a lot of you wish, I know that you want to, what I want you to do, like so many people before you, go ahead and leave some comments down there and and not just comments to say, oh, good show, this, that. Wish you can Tell do that. Tell us what you think. What do you think? What do you want to pick the brains of two married black men about? Because a large portion of what we do is service to you. And if we don't know exactly what you need serviced or exactly what you need to hear or, or get some clarity on, then it's we just shooting shots in the dark hoping that this is what you need. And so far, we've been successful now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, I want to tailor this service that we provide to the people to our people. Yeah. So if you're leaving a comment... Please leave us one in relation to what you would like to hear about. 50% of marriages end in divorce. Mm -hmm. In modern times, 2024, I'm going to be real. A lot of people are opting out of marriage. Hey, we don't even need marriage. We don't really even need relationships no more. Why is that? Let's talk about it. Let's get more understanding because... I believe if men get a better understanding and women get a better understanding and they come together, hey, you can have something that may be meant to last. Righteous. It's all you need. Right. It's like, but if you're too busy worry about only what you want and never what somebody else wants from you, it's an issue. It's an issue. One thing I I, I want to bring back into relationships and I know it's going to help us all R&B R&B I'm sorry I, I'm sorry when we I'm sorry I, I'm going to go off on my quick tangent cool, I don't give a crap what anybody say I remember when R&B you could sing about how you really felt about a girl I remember even in the 2000s every dude used to play on uh, at the end of oh leave a message and then play an R&B song or something like that it was like Man, you had all these songs tell you how you feel about a girl, or a girl would have a song about how she feel about a boy. It was something. It was like cool. Now all of a sudden, it's just gotten so ignorant that it's like it got, bro, our kids are ignorant. It got selfish. Everybody is so many people dropping music right now about what they want and only what they want need. They don't. There's not many songs that speak to. The opposite, or whoever they wish they significant other to be in a, in efforts to please. Like, I was listening to Sammy. That song "Come with Me," man. You don't have to wait. I can ease your pain. You don't have to be uh, left out in the rain. I'm like, come on, man. Sammy was killing that song. Sammy was hard. His, I don't. The whole time he was been like just, uh, music just like Mario. You should let me love you. It's like all these little songs. I'm like, back in the day, we need to bring that back. Bring that energy back. We need that energy back. Sorry. Instead of all this whole, uh, oh, he's cheap. Oh, oh. Definitely breathe. It's like, and don't get me wrong. There's a special place in my heart for Sizzle. But as much as I love that song, The Weeknd, I also gotta be like, hey, man, this is kind of a crazy, this is kind of a, a trash song for people who hear it like, like a relationship, relationship. I mean, I guess if you're trying to find a way to make it work, but I'm like, 
So yeah, you right. gonna be the weekend girlfriend just we- and be accepted of that? My girlfriend, your girlfriend. But I'm like, you made it sound so good that I feel like it's a lot of women who like, girl, I just want you for the weekend. <laughs> oh, all that uh, other song that we got right now, uh, we ain't making to forever. Probably oh. ain't getting back together. I'm like, yeah. So you the perfect person for me, but I just know we ain't gonna ever work out. I'm like, mm. look, this ain't we we missing the mark here. Okay, this is not what we like. If you keep coming to my mama house for holidays, just come back home. Stop this. Yeah. We've reached that point, baby. What happened with, with uh, um? What you call music? As long as your love don't change. I love you till your hair turn gray. I even want you if you gain a little weight. Right. The way I feel for you will always, always be, be the same. same. Just as long as your love don't change. It just don't change. See, this that's that's how you was that's how you used to get girls. Now all you gotta do if I got money, I can flaunt this money. Uh, yeah. I'll pay a bill. I got your girl right now. Until she finds somebody else to pay the bills. Yeah. I mean, it's like that whole music Soul Child song is at this point it's sung by women to men and, and instead of as long as your love don't change, it's like as long as your bank don't change. Yeah. Just as long as your bank don't change. And they like love it. Mm-hmm. So I Why? Somebody remix it. It is what it is. <laughs> Sorry. Tangent. Tangent. All right. So, for You Won't Believe This, we'll be weighing in on the Monique and D.L. Hughley dispute in relation to. So, Monique went on Club Shay Shay. Shout out Club Shay. Mm-hmm. Podcast. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Amazing podcast, by the way. Cool beans. She went on there. She had some unsavory things to say about multiple people in the industry. Righteous. But on top of having something unsavory to say about multiple people in the industry, she has something specifically tailored to D.L. Hughley in relation to how she was treated on his television show. Not ne- not directly by him, but the person interviewing her at the time, which is one of his, you know, supporting mm-hmm. cast members, right? Yeah. It got worked out to where, hey, she had grievances. She didn't feel like her... her, uh, her her statements were being met with some form of urgency or care. And that being said, she was like, well, we going to have to go and push legal. And after she, from what she say, after she threatened to go with the legal route, then the show was pulled. But if you ask the D.L. Hughley, he like, how you going to say that I ain't care about what you had to say when the show never aired? Mm-hmm. And then, on like, for me, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. The real meat of it comes in where... You brought my family. You brought my family in this. Like, if it's if it's business, let it be business. But the second you get personal with that, mm-hmm. it's personal now. And what you say, you can't take back. And I know some people be like, hey, it ain't what I said. He said, I'm just putting, putting it on my... Th-. No, no, no. What you say and what you show. This 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 is mm-hmm. Sparta. The world is now Sparta. Even the messages get shot around him. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's the thing. People keep playing these games like they don't know. And then they always try to use those. Uh, I wish people stopped trying to use big words 
to try to confuse other people. Because mm -hmm. people that actually understand intellectual conversations, you said that. You said that. You just trying to, oh, well, the way I just reposted what you reposted and said it this way. No, that's what you meant. That's what you meant. To Why? ignorant people. Yeah. That's not what it is. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Did you just say that exact words? But what I'm saying is if you look into it now, and I'm not even saying read between the lines. If I take it at face value for what you show, you went and you pulled up information from the internet to show in relation to me and my life, right? Mm -hmm. it's and so my family. It's so much going on, on in the world that's posted on the internet at all times. There's so much going on across the board. That you go and you find that excerpt of my life, that snippet of my life, and you want to plaster it on your platform and then have some remarks and stuff to say. No. And then, especially if you're going to say that but and still be at odds with me. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to play, this is where it goes back to what we were saying. It can't be frenemies with dudes. Either you with me or you against me. Either yeah. you rocking with me or you're not rocking with me. Because if you're not rocking with me, I take anything that you do in opposition to me. As a and, threat. It's, it's a threat. That's offensive. You, yeah. Okay, you saying all you did was post the information that I already put out. Right? Well, that's already put out. So what it, what it really is saying is you trying to show that information to your fan base in order to put a negative mark or a negative stain on my mm -hmm. name to the people, to your adoring fans. Right? And then you have the nerve to try to say, oh, well, we're comedians. We open, uh, oh, when we're on stage and we open up certain questions. No, 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 no. If I got an issue with you, whether it's in personal or private, certain things I'm not going to bring up that way. No. no. First of all, you talking about my wife, oral sex and all that kind of stuff like that. Whoa, 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 whoa. How my wife get in your mouth? Right. Even if you got an issue with me, if I have an issue with another comedian, I'm not going to say nothing about his wife or his children. I'll talk about you. All day. I, I speak directly to you about you because I don't want, I'm not somebody, I, I don't do drive-bys. I'm a sniper. Mm -hmm. If I got a problem with you, I'm going to talk to you. Whether that be first, I'm going to try to reach out to you on some yeah. form of Hey, let me call you on your phone. Hey, bro, come meet me outside. Come meet me. Let's talk. I'll about come this. meet you. Cause originally, I I believe in that verse where they say treat people how you wish to be treated. Yeah. So, I, if you want to talk about me, I prefer you talk about me to me. Yeah. So if you got something to say about me, go ahead, bring it up to me, and and then you can get a real feel for how I feel in relation to you. Yeah. So once we get past that. If we come to the uh, to the idea or come to the agreement that we at odds from the conversation we have in private and you wish to take our dispute public, cool beans. I know what's coming. I know what you're going to shoot your shots. I'm going to shoot my shots. And we, when we count up the bodies, we'll see who won. Yeah. But if we got bad blood, we got bad blood. Stop trying to play this. Oh, well, we didn't really have it. But, you know, I said these things. Oh, you shot your you shot. Shot your shot. It's like. I shot some bullets over there at you, but no, no, nah, nah, I ain't mean to hit you. I really didn't mean to. Well, you shoot, but you shot them. You shoot. So now for me, I'm gonna take that as a threat, right? And I'm gonna shoot back. And he got on her. Then she was like, "Oh, I can't believe that you, say you would say that. certain things." I'm like, "Nah, you said them first. I don't care your intent behind it. You said it. You said it." 
the, the difference between how Cat Williams moved and how Monique moved, and they both went to the same show. The difference between it is Cat said what he said, he stood on that. Whether you go and fact check it and he wrong, he stood on that. I ain't, I ain't switching yeah. up. This is exactly what I meant when I said it. I don't backtrack. I don't try to correct it. You going to read what you go. Because at that point, he like, ain't no reading between the lines. I'm talking but, to the ops. But you know what uh, Cat Williams didn't do? Say nothing about nobody else except that yeah, person. That person. If I had issue with you, I said something about you. Ooh. I ain't say nothing about your kids. Kevin Hart got kids. Cat Williams hadn't spoke one bad thing about that man kids. You got nothing to say. Oh, Steve Harvey, he went straight to Steve. He didn't say nothing about Steve Harvey. Nothing kids, about your kids and all that it's other stuff. It's just you, Steve. It's just you. It's just entertaining. Everybody, uh, uh, like, I have an issue when you trying to snipe at everybody else except one. Hey, hit, hit your mark. Hit your mark. That's what you say what you need to say and hit who you trying to hit specific. And that's why I'm like a lot of people, regardless of how you feel about Cat Williams after that conversation. Yeah. You know where he stood and ain't nobody got nothing to say in reference to how he operated. It's like he's still going to be viewed as a man. He's yeah. still gonna get respected in the spaces he go to, and it don't it don't matter. People was trying to bring up the video of him getting choked out by a little kid because he's like, when I step in the room, a big presence. But regardless, yeah, whatever you say, the same man that got choked out by them kids has got your name in his mouth, and he ain't bad an eye. He ain't stepped back from none of that. Yeah. So yeah, you win some, you lose some. But at the end of the day, when I say what I say, I mean what I say. I ain't invincible. I ain't just. But I said it, but on, yeah, in case of Monique, in case of Monique, he yeah, he can bring up valid points. You want to sit back and you got this whole appearance of like we everybody's my man. Don't get don't get me confused. I ain't got no beef or no animosity towards Monique. True. The only issue that I have currently in, in reference to her is she sat back and she did a Uzi shot. It's like she she took an automatic rifle and just sprayed a crowd of people. Yeah. And she still didn't hit her mark. Yeah. Right? So, all these other people bring up things. The man's daughter. And I'm like, yeah, DL's better than me because I ain't going to lie. I, I probably would have been like, you know what? I'm not going to do something. I'll find somebody. I'll find some First of all, mm -hmm. you, I would go and see your, your husband. Hey, it mm -hmm. is what it is. Her father dropped that sandbag. You picked it up and you start running with it now. Yeah. I got to punch you in the mouth for this. <laughs> what mm -hmm. you, what you get. what your wife said. What your wife said, out of respect for you, mm -hmm. I'm not going to hit her. Yeah. But somebody going to catch this. And I'm a sniper. I don't feel the need to shoot everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you and she asks why you get hit, you can tell her, I got hit because I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want you to say. That's what you tell her to Why truth. your lip bleeding? Because I'm with you. <laughs> mm, I fought on your behalf. I fought yep. on your behalf, and you can you can take your knight in shining armor. Y'all can do all that. You can take your lance of light and be your Guinevere and playing mm. against Arthur and all. You can do that whole spiel. Yeah. But when you see me, you know what it is. Like I don't know the Speaking reason. Uh, that's why I wish people still had a code of honor. Right. Like code of honor. It was. If you do not understand, there were certain things you did, you did not do. You walked and moved in a certain way. If I got issues with another person 
I'm going for that person. And then we, me and that one person can settle this. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like as time goes on and on, nobody ever want to take a whooping. Nobody, nobody ever wants to follow the rules. And I'm saying we got to go back to the most unsavory of characters. When you go talking about hardcore criminals, if you were sitting there with your key in your hand or around your wife, you were safe. Yeah. But the second you out of their company, because... <laughs> It's on. You know what it is, and mm-hmm. and this and this that's just what it is. I'm like, but if if like you if they, heard those things, if there was more honor amongst thieves and criminals and crooks than people who are living in large houses, getting two and three million dollars placing their name, out, if if those the people that gotta be shaded to sit up in them seats, yeah. It starts to make me question the very foundation in which we call American way in society. It's like, no, how are you going to be sitting on top of the hill looking down and then the people on top of the hill with you? Yeah. You have no no, no code, no honor, no none of that. I'm just going to go and say whatever I want to say about you and it's don't end with you. I'm shooting kids and family members and wives to all... I'm shooting all of them. And it's because of something that I felt like you did. Because mm-hmm. regardless of how you feel about it, yeah, DL Hugo got to be, a, you know, held responsible for his platform, but the person interviewing you wasn't DL Hughley. Yeah. I wasn't. I, I but wasn't. even if you were offended, it got taken down. It was never aired. So why would you run your mouth? About something that never got aired. Nobody knew about it until you said until something. you said something. You felt offended and nobody cared until you said something. And then don't think it's going into where, oh, men don't want women to complain about nothing. Because I know we got uh, Taraji P. Henson talking about the, the, the pay discrepancies from male actors to female actors, from black female actors to black male actors to this. I understand we got that whole discrepancy going on. Nobody trying to discredit that in any way. That's a real situation and real people are going through that. But what we saying is there's nothing to gain from what took place. You have nothing to gain from putting that man down or talking about his family or talking about the situation with his daughter. You ain't got nothing. It will not better you in any way. You sat mm-hmm. on that couch because you saw another man get out and he did it in a, in a, in a proper way. Although it may have been viewed as disrespectful, it was extremely respectful to those comedians' family. Yeah. it was Because I'm only talking about this isolated space. This is from comedian to comedian. You stealing jokes. This is from comedian to comedian. You doing stuff that are out of pocket at them parties. This is comedian to comedian. This is what you doing. Ain't got nothing to say about your daughters. Ain't got nothing to say about your sons. Exactly. This is a simple way of doing it. But yet, you won't go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Then when I'm like, okay, you won't go left. I'm going to go left with you. Now you're over here like, whoa, you're taking it a different way. That No, 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 no. You shot. I'm shooting back. Yeah. Like, oh, well, why are you shooting back? Because you shot over here. You shot over here. You think I'm not going to come see the person that shot at my house? It's like, no. I'm, and for those who do not understand, I'm talking figuratively. The fact that you say something on my family, I don't give a crap if you say something about me. Right. But you say something about my family, I 
take that very personal. So, yes, I'm going to come back at you. But even when D.O. Hughley came back at her, everything was shot right at her. Huh. At her. It was he, like everything to hit He you. shot at the people who committed the crime. You, you assaulted me verbally. Here we go. I'm going to shoot at your husband and you. Mm-hmm. And I'm only going to bring up stuff that your husband and you do. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm gonna say, and I'm and I'm. Only thing I'm gonna highlight is what you. Said. I'm just really what DL Hughley did. He just held up a mirror. Yeah. Every like, time you go got a complaint, facts. every time you got a complaint, everybody needs to listen in to you. But when you do people wrong, you ain't got nothing to say about that. Yeah. Granted, that's most people in the world, but still, you can't sit up here and play victim for everything that you do. And I'm not saying like. What I don't I'm want to be real. To. She's played victim at, uh, for everything after Precious. Right. Like, she, it, there's not one thing she was like, you know what? I did this I wrong. Did I could have did this right. better or anything. Everything's been like, oh, well, they did this to me. They did that to me. You had your Netflix special. And from what everybody, I didn't even watch it because what? I was like, man, I ain't heard nothing good. What I'm telling you is, I'm going to be honest. I said it on the show prior. I was not going <laughs> yeah, to watch that. <laughs> Cause, and it's not because I got an issue with Monique. I'm not her fan base. I don't I don't particularly find her brand of comedy funny. And yeah. that's just me personally. I'm not I telling still you. still want people. Put in the comment. Yeah, put in a comment funny, at the bottom. What was the funniest thing Monique actually said? Because I don't. Uh, and I'm I can't saying, name I don't know because I didn't watch it. But I wasn't going to watch it because I just don't feel like her brand of comedy. I remember stuff from the early, well, what was it, mid-90s. Oh, skinny, uh, uh, where she always was talking about skinny girls mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Right. That's it. I can't tell you one joke Monique gave. What, what I take from the skinny thing, part of that goes into... I as a as a content creator, I don't try to prescribe anything to my fan base that I don't that is one gonna be harmful to them or not in their best interest. So if I'm telling you you need to listen to your partner and you need to try to compromise and find that that middle ground, I'm telling you that because that's how long long lasting relationships happen. Yeah. So if I sit up here and I let myself grow out to three four hundred pounds, I'm not gonna tell you oh the opposite of me is. Or all the skinny people or the healthy people are the problem. No, I let myself go. I'm gonna take accountability for it. I'm a fat slob right now. That's what I that's what that's what happened to me. And I need to get on my I need to get on my game and get back in the game. That's what I'm gonna tell you. So if you are willing to sell your fan base up creek just so yeah. you can make a turn a coin, because the second that it became a health issue for you, you didn't stand on that whole skinny women is this, you became one of the skinny women. Yeah. And I'm not saying that and in no way am I telling you that you should not have done what you did. Your life is valuable, very valuable. And for the people who listen to you and and, and for the beauty and sometimes you have some really beautiful things to say that that whole weight in a lot of people's lives. Right? Yeah. Because when you was talking about the women who don't the pay discrepancy for women or the pay discrepancy in the Tyler period and all that, I was like, Yeah, yeah, I champion it. That's real. That make or good the sense. bonnets wearing um clothes that I should ch- be on it. I can I champion that. Like yeah, uh, he she telling you what she telling you facts. Don't go out here half stepping and feel like people need to give you your whole level of respect. No, 
you have stepping. You yeah. don't come out here acting like you something to be thrown away and expecting people to treat you like treasure. No, sometimes you need to put yourself in a treasure chest. That's what you got to do. Barnes ain't really that. Unless you Summer Walker. Personal. It's personal. <laughs> it's personal. But what I'm saying is this. I'm not going to sell my fan base some false dream where, oh, you need to accept yourself in your worst state as far as whether it be weight or, or whatever it might be. If you out here and you you treating your husband or your or your or your wife bad, I'm not gonna sit back and, and mm-hmm. give you that whole man manosphere type energy where oh no nah, she need to accept whatever you giving. Nah, you should be trying to be the best thing you can be for your woman. Mm-hmm. Period. Vice versa it's though, like your woman should be the best. She thing. should be doing everything. If you ain't in the if you ain't in this relationship space to do customer service. Then you in the wrong game. If you ain't trying to figure out the needs and wants of your partner before, because preventative maintenance is the only maintenance. Everything else is just repair. So if you break that woman heart or you or you destroy that man credibility or you disrespect that man, understand everything you say and everything you do, all that's gonna stay. It don't get taken away. The damage done to the wall is still the damage done to the wall. I don't care how much sheetrock you put over it. That's still a new piece of sheetrock. And everybody who walked past that, who saw that hole, going to tell you there was a hole in that wall. I remember it. You shot at that man family. (laughs) Everybody going to remember. That's the woman who was talking about that man child. Mm -hmm. That's the woman who was sitting up here blaming him for something that somebody else did. Even after he righted the wrong. Yeah. The same way that Charlemagne came back and admitted to his faults and you championed him for that, it would be in your best interest. And I feel like you should really take this, take heed to this. The same way Charlemagne shows you that love and respect and said, hey, I was wrong, took it, took accountability and responsibility for what he did, you should do the exact same. Yeah. You should be like, hey, DL. My bad, fam. I should have never said that about your family. And please don't try to make it politically correct. Do it right. Straight like, do it like Charlemagne did. Hey, this is my transgression. This is what I'm apologizing for. I was wrong. End the conversation. Mm -hmm. Accept what you did. Uh, We're going to go into just so you know. And in just so you know, just so you know, fathers tend to get more credit and understanding when boys become men. The reason I said that is because <laughs> as the older I get, the more I start to realize exactly what he was going through and why he was saying and doing the things that he did. Mm-hmm. I just get a fur I get a far better understanding with every layer of my life that get every year. Yeah, they get stacked on top of my deck. I start to, I'm like, you know what? I can see why somebody would be like, please don't. If you gonna like, it was one time we had some cereal, <laughs> and then my brother had poured some milk on it that was sour, right? <laughs> Pour some milk on it that was sour. And he like, I'm not finna eat that cereal. But at the time, we ain't really, we wasn't really that high on the horse with the money. Yeah. And my dad was like, you should have checked the milk. 
<laughs> Before you poured it over there, so my brother said there was that cereal, he would have poured it down the sink. My dad was like, nah, he went in the garbage supposed to pull this cereal out that thing, put it back before you gonna eat that. <laughs> or you gonna get this whooping. <laughs> my brother just said, I'm gonna take this whooping. Mm. But I'm like, when you sit back and you start to really take account for, hey, you don't know how many people I had to tell yes who really should have got no for you to get that spoiled built the bowl and that good cereal. Yeah. You the same way because my employer would have told me you need to check your tone when you're talking to the customer base or whatever he was doing at the time. I gotta I gotta swallow no. Nah. I can't have you throwing that away today. Man, I know and I have to shout out my old man. Like, my old man has affected me in so many different ways. So when I was young, I used to always think my dad was negative and he was uh, always too hard, all these different things. But then when I started getting older and becoming an actual man, I realized my dad was is the reason why I could stand here and be so strong. Right. My dad is the reason why I could sit here and be like, Hey, no. I'm like, I'm going to stand on that right now. No. no. I said no. I said no, I meant it. And that's what it is. No. It's like, my old, uh, my father, Willie L. Hicks Jr., mm-hmm. I have to shout him out because there were certain times when I was younger, I used to be like, man, he just hard for no reason. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wh- wh- why he so... Man, he woke up today hard. Just, like, man. Like what you what you upset about? Then when I got older, I'm like, man, I'm not out here. I could work on my car. I could fix most of the stuff in my house without struggling. I I'm like, I could work on plumbing. I'm like, only thing I won't work on is electricity, and that's because I got electrocuted when I was young. I'm like, I ain't getting electrocuted again. I want to go back. No, no. Trust me, when you see your life flash before your eyes, it makes you move different. No, no, I won't do that. I'll pay for that. But I'm like all these things that actually save me money, save my wife money, because my wife mm-hmm. gets those benefits just from my dad. Right. Like my mother-in-law get them benefits just from my dad because I help my mother-in-law out with certain things. Or even if I don't, I know how my family is not going to get screwed over. Like his father worked on my mother-in-law's car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. Worked on it, got it done. Way cheaper than if she would took it to a shop. Right. I'm like, the idea that men are out here really been doing this stuff mm-hmm. for the longest time. Men really be out here working, trying to figure it out, putting up with stuff. And I know somebody's going to say, oh, well, women have it hard. We ain't talking about well, women I'm right not, now. I'm not one... I'm going to let you finish. I don't want to cut y'all because you're going to keep going. My bad. So, I understand that. But right now, the reason why I have to shout out men is because they don't get shouted out. Fathers don't get that love, that honor, that respect that they they should get. They get their flowers after they in the grave. Mm -hmm. Then everybody miss them because they notice how much work they put in. It's it's, It's just like the lights, bro. The problem with being a man is you get taken for granted. Everything that you do, your level of consistency makes people numb. 
It's like I keep putting out, I keep shelling out. You don't. The reason why we get the flowers in the end is because you realize, dang, the lights got cut off. Yeah. And, and and when I say lights, I'm not talking about like your actual lights. I'm talking about like, oh, you ain't had to pay your insurance your entire life. Yeah. Oh, you ain't ever worried about your phone bill and you got them in. Oh, you yeah. ain't. You ain't ever have to go figure out what AC man to fix your AC unit. Mm-hmm. You ain't all those things that I just been giving to you and giving to you for nothing. Don't request nothing. Don't want nothing. The whole reason you get it is because I believe just like my father instilled in me and I'm sure his father instilled in him and the fathers and fathers and fathers, that whole chain men are to be of service to the people they love. Yeah. Easy. That's all. I'm trying to help you because I said I got your back. I don't I don't put you and make you have to read between the lines. It's exactly what it is. If I can help you, I'm going to help you. Yeah. And that's that. And I don't need you to try to make You ain't got to big me up. Don't get me wrong. If you do, I'm going to appreciate that too. Yeah. But don't feel like I'm sitting up here trying to make you remember every time I did right by you and you did wrong by me. But if you notice one uh, old school saying... You can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. If mm-hmm. you look at most real fathers out here, they were teaching you how to fish, how to actually get to water to drink right. versus I'm going to give you a bottle of water. Here you go. Here you go. They're like, no, 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 no. Work on your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Fix that yourself. Fix it. No, I, I ain't going to sit here and help you. No, you're going to get out there and do it. You're going to do it. If, if my dad... I, if my car broke down, granted, he going to help me through the entire process. But if I ain't out there under the car, yeah. he ain't out there under the car. Yeah. You going to turn these bolts. You going to make this work. If 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 this, if this there's something that you need, you going to be the primary. You are the main source of repair for your items. Yeah. And as a kid, I ain't never really had no complaint on it because I'm like, hey. I understand. I really, I do need this. This is what I really, I'm trying to have this. Yeah. But in that moment, it's like, could, could my dad have gone and fixed that with relative ease? Like, it took us a lot longer because I was involved. Because yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> he know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's taking us a longer <laughs> time. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm glad I was under understanding. Like, that dude really could just fix this, charge me like everybody else, and leave me sitting here just like Big Pharma do, <laughs> and leave me stuck on, I'm in constant need of you. I ain't got, I can't make it through this world if you ain't holding my hand. Like, one thing a lot of people don't see is that protection, that true protection, because people take it for granted because it's always it's there. Con- it's there. You know, like, it, it, like, for example, my wife ain't got a question if somebody broke into his house. It's like, nah. First, uh, I'm about to beat up one of my daughter's friends at school because I'm like, they said something to, uh, to, about my daughter. And I was like, you know what? I clock out. I don't even like taking off work, but I clock out I and take off work this. for that. And I'm like, it's I have no it. problem. I have no problem for it. Because I'm like, that's what I'm here for. That's my job. But then it's because I love them so much. It's my job. That means I protect anything that's in my hemisphere. Like Mm -hmm. 
that family, friends, people around me. It's like, it doesn't have to be from, oh, somebody trying to kill them. But, like, I protect them from the world. Mm -hmm. I protect them from anything that needs protection right. from. And I maintain utilities that they, they, I, as a man, and like my father, myself, my brother, we keep things in your life that are beneficial to you, right? Mm -hmm. If my brother called me and tell me, hey, bro, you ain't moving right. I ain't finna, I'm not really finna take that like a high level of offense. I'm gonna be like, all right, what you mean? Because you yeah. ain't gonna call me out the blue to tell me I ain't on my mark <clears throat> if I ain't on my mark. Like, true. What I got, what you, what you see that I ain't seen, what you see where I fell off so I can, I can correct that. Yeah. We as men, especially, like, especially my father, if you out here lacking, I'm going to tell you lagging. If you out here and I know I can help you, I'm going to help you. And like, I'm telling you, you are, you are burdened and you are actually like discredited because you are so consistent. It's just is what it, the fact that like, I'll tell you how beneficial it is that I had a father like I had and, and uh, other men out there who had a father like they had. These Instagram models, yeah. they are now capitalizing <laughs> on what men of the past have built. Oh, I want my nails done. I know it's a man out there who will do it for me. Mm -hmm. In reality, you ain't never been taught to just go get it on your own as a, as a video vixen. You, it's somebody out there who's going to pay your way. Your father yeah. been paying your way. He showed you. It's somebody who they don't even really have to know you for real. They'll yeah. pay for you to exist. You just got to do this. You can. It's on you. But it's got misconstrued over time, because now, because and I'm going and I'm going to point the finger directly at who I want to point the finger at. <laughs> when it comes to media, when it comes to the people who are producing the television shows that we watch, they gave us this impression that attention, all attention, is good attention, right? Mm-hmm. And all that boiled down to is sex appeal because the easiest thing, the thing that's been selling since the dawn of time is sex. So now a woman can't discern between romantic energy and sexual energy because it all boils down to attention. As long as you paying me attention, you feel like I'm doing you some sort of service. But the attention that a father has for his daughter ain't got it's not of a sexual nature. It is simply of a hey. I'm here for you to the end of time. As long as I'm breathing, you ain't worried. Yeah. And you can't, ain't nothing you can do for me to stop me from loving you in a way that is, it has nothing to do with what you look like or how you, no. But if you notice how the game has started now, they've knocked so many black fathers out of the game mm -hmm. that the game's just, Everybody wonders, what the hell are we playing now? Everybody. Yeah. There's nobody is like, oh, this is the best way to play it. No. No. Like, because of the fact of the matter, I remember fathers, the idea of a father is, your father is supposed to show you that a man loves you with your clothes on. That's what they should What do. love truly should be about. Mm -hmm. But the lack thereof, fathers, makes young girls... Go seeking for those things. And anybody gives me love in any type of way. Attention. That is how. Oh, 
Well, they're giving me love. I need love. They're giving you a ten. There's a difference between a male suitor for your mom and yeah. your father to your mom. Your father, because he know we in this to the end. We 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 gonna ride to the wheels fall off. That's what we yeah. had to do. So your father will check your mom like, hey, nah, you said something out of line. Mm-hmm. Or oh, you want to fly to Dubai with who? With, with what money? Because mm-hmm. we need to eat tomorrow. What you mean? Somebody's always there to be that balance. And that's why I feel like a large portion of people like, oh, what's the benefit to marriage? The benefit to marriage is for somebody to call you on your bull. Yeah. Somebody to make you better. That's mm-hmm. where Someone all... that truly levels you out. Right. Because the reason why a woman would prefer a, a convict to, to a nine to five working man is because. There's no accountability for the convict. Yeah. We was making money fast. And, and the fact he was making money fast, he was spending it even faster. If I get locked up and you get knocked up, then we going to cross that bridge when we cross it. But a dude working nine to fives focused in on like, oh, I'm trying to build a family. I'm trying to build this level of legacy. No, no, no. When you say my name, it means something. Mm-hmm. It ain't just a name to be said. And you can't pull that card. You mm-hmm. can't pull the, oh, well... You were this, but uh, no, whether I'm you're here or not, I'm still this. I'm still a man. I'm still handling my business. Right. The fact that some people look at social media now, if you ever look at you don't see no nice, great things on social media. You don't just like you barely even see the old TV shows. When the last time you seen Family Matters or any of that stuff that was actually syndication, right? And they all got syndication. Yeah, they all of them had syndication, so they should be somewhere. Yeah, you don't even see that no more. No, like even uh, even Full House. When the last time you see an episode of Full House, a father by himself that was trying to make it make it work with his his kids and stuff like that. I'm trying to keep everybody going. I'm trying to keep everybody afloat, and I got other people I'm bringing into it to help them out too. Yes, but you don't see that stuff no more. You see the ignorance and stupidity right. because the powers that be want to dumb it down to be like, oh, man, these, this is what you need. Yeah, you, the powers that be would rather you be entertained than enlightened. Mm-hmm. The powers that be would rather you find the, the joy and the thrill of having somebody in and out of your life when you always got a problem, you all... They would love that because it keeps you so bogged down in your life that you can't come up. Like, I was thinking about this. I remember in the early 2000s, late 90s and stuff. You remember, even the 90s, they had daddy-daughter dances. Yeah. When the hell last time you heard anywhere of a daddy-daughter dance? And I, and, I, and, I, and I guarantee you, there's somebody somewhere out there that's doing it. It's just, it don't get the same publicity yeah. as... Monique coming for somebody's family. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, uh, you don't get the same publicity as Sexy Red. Who is... Her name need to be changed to something else. She ain't sexy. Hey, bro. I'm we, sorry. No. I feel... No. But that, we uh, every dude... Sorry. Every dude... Uh, I've not found one dude that said, man, she really is sexy. I mean, technically, I have found one. Who? The dude who got her pregnant again. Mm-hmm. So okay. you know, I'm just saying. no, no, because you can't even say that because she's sexy. Because if a dude, uh, uh-uh, nah, we ain't even gonna go exactly. there. Sorry, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. So I, okay, I'm so, not here to knock sexy red. I'm knocking Coco's 
he is because he want that smoke if he want it it is what it is what i'm telling you is this a large part of of men and and and, and young men coming of age is realizing that the reason why your father was that hard on you is because he knows by the time you really turn 12, they start turning up the difficulty on your life. Mm-hmm. So any kid out there who reaches like getting up in the middle school and you start to realize everybody just it don't nobody really nice like they used to be. You know, mm-hmm. nobody giving me the benefit of the doubt no more. Everybody looking at me like I'm the problem. Because, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not really doing much different than what I was doing. It's, it ain't that. The only thing you're really feeling that the, the difficulty change in your life is just your responsibility meter is jumping now. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that for some of these young boys, you don't have a father in your life like that or a male figure that truly helps you. Right. You can see where the lack thereof is affecting you. Most young boys don't know how to talk to girls. Most young mm-hmm. boys don't know how to work. They don't know how to deal with rejection. Yeah. Most young boys, if you ask them what they do, it's like, well, uh, uh, I just stay at home and play video games. Fortnite. Yes. Most young boys can't even uh, do like 30 push-ups. Yeah. And, and don't intend to. I'm like, you ever notice how either they'll be... Real fat or real skinny. Right. It ain't no, oh man, he was just swole. Like, you know, like, old boy was like, he was hitting him. When it come down to it, the, especially, and I speak for the, the black community because of what took place in the, in the, in the 80s and the 90s with the whole, with the 80s crack epidemic, then the prison, the pipeline that came in the 90s, got a three strike law. Yeah. We as a as a people are really starting to feel that absence of father figures in our community because we raise a lot of women who had it who champion the term I don't need a man. We got a lot of boys who feel like, hey, no, 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 the world gonna take care of me. We got a lot. We got a lot of misconstrued, misplaced emotion based on being an adult male or being a, a strong family unit or. As I said time and time again, putting weight behind your name. When I say putting weight behind your name, people expecting a standard from a group of people based on the name associated with them. If if it used to be a time where you'll see an old person on the block and they'd be like, "Oh, that's that's Mr. Hunter boy," yeah, and they just know, "Oh yeah, he good. He's gonna get his pop." He, all that, we already know. All that going on with him is resolved. Mm-hmm. He come from he come from good genes. He gonna fix that real quick. Yeah, he'll get he'll get that done. Don't worry about that. Just call him. Now, nobody holding anybody accountable for nothing. And anytime you try to give accountability to anybody, you become the the, the problem. You the you the aggressor. You you the antagonist in the story. If yeah. I try if if, a, if I tell you about your weight, I'm fat shaming. Mm-hmm. If I if I tell you about your your treatment of men, then oh, you misogynistic. You 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 a woman hater. Yeah, it's a lot. If I if I try to discipline a child, oh, now you abusive. Mm-hmm. No, sometimes 
Sometimes I'm just somebody who see. Well, hell, if you try to tell somebody about the standard of a man, oh, that's so archaic. Yeah. That's what they did outdated. so long ago. It's outdated. I don't understand what. What type? You don't even want these men. You don't, and you say that you don't want these men. You outright, I don't need a man. No, no, no. You just don't need this generation or this man that you see before you. The men of the past. You do need them because you call your plumbers, you call your electricians, you call your carpenters, you call you call the prison system for the CO to beat on your son. You call all these people you call, you call the police because you need a safety net. But you don't need men. If all men, I, I'm going to bust out of Marcus Garvey, but my mind going to be for men. We just going to pop up <laughs> over to an island. We ain't got to stay that long. Give you a week. Mm-hmm. A week of America with no men, one, you're going to be taken over by some foreign entity. That's a guarantee. Guarantee. You gonna, before that happens, a large portion of your infrastructure is going to bend and ran down to the, to the pits of hell. And I'm talking seven days. <laughs> seven days. Mm. You're just going to be like, I don't know how that works. And not going to try to read the books and figure it out because you got to understand men, there's a lot of stuff we do. And I'm going to close with this. It's a lot of stuff that we do that nobody put in the book. You just got to be, it's on the job knowledge. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to running a family, some of the stuff, it's not, I ain't no self-help books on parenting, fam. It's just, my dad did this and look how it turned out. I'm not going to. Whatever it is, I'm not taking that part away. You going to learn to earn for yourself. I ain't giving you the world. You going to get out there and take it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, my daughter, on the other hand, you need to be looking for somebody who, gonna, who out there to try to gain the world. Because they need to be able to give you the world like I'm giving it to you. Call me sexist if you want. I'm a man. <laughs> Respect. That being said, this has been another episode of Something for the People. Y'all be easy.